This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I have to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami. Picture it, Los Angeles, 2017. Oh, welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you're ever going to need to listen to. I am H. Alan Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we watch an episode of the Golden Girls, then we talk uh about it. We just watched season six, episode nine, Mrs. George Devereaux, which aired on November 17th, 1990, and is the one where George... George comes George back from the dead. Comes back from the dead. George rises from the ground and comes back up to say, I love you, Blanche. I recently rewatched the movie... My Boyfriend's Back, which I had completely forgotten about. I don't about. know that movie. You should watch it. What is it? It's about a guy who comes back from the dead. You know what movie I like that isn't about coming back from the dead? But Passion it's about, of the Christ? No, it's it's one of my favorite films of all time. It is a underrated, it's actually, I don't know if it's underrated, but it's a comedy classic. And, it's, and people just don't know about it. Comedy writers need to know about this film. It's called Defending Your Life with Albert Brooks. And uh, and Meryl Streep, and they oh, I think I they both about. play that area. It's that area right before they get into heaven, and they have to have a trial to sort of get into heaven to prove why they deserve to get into heaven. They're in purgatory. And is that what it's called? I don't understand any of that. And um, anyway, <laughs> we've been talking a lot about religion. It's the last episode in this episode. We're doing it all in the same day. Hint. <laughs> um, but uh, it's a great, 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 great film. I, if you've seen it, message me. Talk to me post on the page because it's such it is one of it is a comedy classic it is a perfectly written script honestly it is like the best one of the best films ever written well now that we've gotten movie recommendations out of the way we have some other fun news to oh, talk yeah, this about is the Golden before Girls we podcast. get into oh my today's god episode. i wanted to do this on the last episode but i forgot because i'm an asshole and so i'm doing it on this episode we have Alaska Thunderfuck News. Applause! Applause! Oh, shit. Applause! Hold on! on. Applause! Yay! Okay, guys. I have to hold the microphone with Now, you guys know that Alaska's a VIP of the the series, and I wanted to mention two awesome things that she's doing in the coming months that both Karen and I will be going to applauding and participating in any way we can. In the first one, don't say who she's playing next. I want to see if people can guess. I'm going to give them a hint. Well, the first one is not the one you're talking about, because I don't know which one. I don't know who he's playing in the first one. But uh, in San Francisco... There is an annual tradition of doing a Golden Girls Christmas sort of shows, and it's like it's almost a month long experience. It's a really big deal. It's a big deal. In As San any Golden Girls event should be, really. Well, of course, a but this long. has gone into like a, it, it's it's beyond even Golden Girls. It is now a San Francisco tradition, and Alaska is. Um, I can I guess he is 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 in it. I forget who. I forget what who he's playing in this in the in San Francisco one. But he's going to be in the San Francisco one, and it's a big deal. And we should go up and check that out. Then in Los Angeles, there's the tradition of the Golden Girls Live. Sort of, it's been playing at uh, Fiesta del. What is it called? Can't, I don't know. You really got all the information I in did, order guys. before announcing it's, it's, this. No, on it's, the podcast. oh no, it's actually it's it's Casita del Campo, and I can never remember the name of the restaurant. Casita del Campo, guys, it's in the Silver Lake neighborhood. And guess who he's playing? 
We'll give you guys a hint. We're going to say the hint, and then you shout it out wherever you are, at work, in your car, doing laundry. Oh, I love this. Having intercourse. Just You have to shout it out where you're at. I'm going to give you the hint. You shout it out as soon as you know it. Alaska Thunderfuck will be playing someone who... Rose told. Hates. Oh. I'm going to do it. You do it. Someone who hates trees but loves Danish. (laughs) Did you guys get it? Okay, if you're still racking your brain, you really need to go back and rewatch Golden Girls episodes. Frida Claxton, of course. (laughs) Golden Girls number one villain. I'm very excited to see Alaska play Frida. That's in January here in Los Angeles. And, you know, we, of course, will be there with bells on, but you guys should also come. It's going to be so much fun. Oh my and God. any sort of ticket links, if they already exist, we will obviously post them up on our website for you guys to check out. And yes, if they're not up yet, as soon as they I was are just up, texting we'll Alaska. <laughs> saying, Great. Saying that I remember to do it this time. You are oh, a mess heard. today. You guys hear how loud Carrie just got? That's because I dropped the microphone back. <laughs> I'm, I apologize. I'm a naturally loud person. I love that you turned into a robot there. So... This episode. I'm so excited. I know. I'm so excited too. It's going to be great. And we're going to go on a road trip. Oh, God. Carrie and Nate Shallon on the road, going up Highway 1 to see Alaska in San Francisco. You've been singing a lot too lately. You're on a kick. I'm on a kick. I'm on a kick. Get your kicks on because I'm on a kick. All right. Let's get into this episode, (laughs) silly. Yes. Um,. This episode is very interesting to me because they sort of tried something new where oh, it's, the very entire, meta. it's very meta. The entire episode is a dream. Uh, yes. We've had I mean, spoiler alert. They've seen it. <laughs> We've had when when Rose wasn't sure if she was going to marry Dr. Jonathan Newman. Dr. Jonathan Newman. She had a dream about it where mm-hmm. everything was very heightened that and was within the episode. Yeah. Within the episode. Yeah. But this whole episode is a dream and that's not revealed until the end which when you look at it to see like when you look at the whole the episode as a whole Mm -hmm. and it's like okay what feels the most heightened like it's like oh this has got to be a crazy dream it's basically the fact that two famous men would be fighting over Dorothy I love it I love it it's just too good. <laughs> I mean, it's so dumb. Like, this episode is kind of dumb in a lot of ways because it does not make any sense. Whoa. It's dumb. What it's it, dumb. Excuse but me? But it's a fun episode. Why do you think it, why don't you think it makes sense? Because it's just dumb. I mean, we've just, we've seen this dude in another episode playing George's brother, and now he's back playing George himself. But this time and he has a mustache. I know, but like the whole time it was like we basically it's basically like rejected dialogue from that episode with George's brother and it does feel it doesn't I get what they were going for. I applaud them for trying this, but it was a little like I don't know. If I'm I actually it. really respect this episode and like it because I feel like you think people can come back from the dead. No, <laughs> I feel like if you've had someone in your life who's passed away, yes. I like you tend to dream about them. And in those dreams, you always like you always want to say the thing you didn't say in real life or you always want to like save them in some way. I feel like dreaming about people who have passed on is a way to sort of find some kind of closure or resolution to your relationship or the situation. That's what this was all about. And I, I bet it came from a place of, one of the writers, one of the actors, someone yeah. had this experience where someone very close to them passed away, maybe a spouse, and like 
this idea that you have these dreams about them to try to like, you know, just find some sort of closure. Or and maybe they were like, we need to work Sonny Bono into an episode somehow. And this is how we're going to do maybe, it. Maybe. Maybe someone had a chubby for Sonny Bono. They could have been. Did. Yeah, they could have been like, well, we got Sonny Bono. I also thought it was interesting that there's a moment within Blanche's dream. Yeah that she talks about how she would always have a dream about George. Yeah. Where, like, it was a mistake and he was really alive. And then when she wakes up for a split second, she thinks he's, like, sleeping beside her. Are you a dreamer? What do you mean active dreams? Like, dreams, like, do you dream a lot? I dream, yeah, I dream often, Mm. but not every night. Do you? I don't know. You never dream? I do, but I don't ever really remember that's what I hear, that everybody dreams. dreams, but some people just don't remember them when they wake up. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I'm a dreamer. I'm more of a lover. <laughs> you may say you're a dreamer, but you're not the only one. Is that where you were going? I'm not a dreamer. I'm not the only one. There's others out there like me. Nope. Let's watch TV. Ah, oh, oh, I was singing John Lennon. I feel like you were just like, ah, that's this is my, you were yeah. coming up with a song together. We're not. Yeah. How many flowers are in the kitchen at the beginning of this episode? Looks like a funeral. Maybe that's where the dream starts. Maybe she's thinking of George's funeral. Oh, yeah. This whole episode is a dream. So, I know. Yeah. So maybe it all comes from the flowers at his funeral and she's surrounded by flowers. And I thus her fantasy starts. Think I love that her sort of like magenta, magenta yeah. sweater matches all of the flowers, like the yes. pink and white flowers. I thought it was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was a lot of flowers, and it was really funny. Rose t- even had flowers on her sweater. Yeah, it was a lot of flowers. I yeah, it, it's it's funny because like when Dorothy came in, all excited about the two bouquets that she got, mm-hmm. and it was she was just then she goes like, I got lousy flowers when I she know. sees all of them. Which to me, like as I watched the episode, I was trying to view it through the lens of like, okay, this is all Blanche having a dream, which is like basically cataloging all of her thoughts. Yeah. And of course, Dorothy would come in of course. so excited with her flowers to immediately get shamed by Blanche's flowers. I mean, it that is was a, definitely... It is a little bit like, what is Blanche going to do with all of those flowers? Like, how much pulpery can you make? I mean, well, I don't think she's going to make pulpery with those. What do you but... think she's going to do with them? Let them die? Yeah, yeah, let them die and throw them out. Blanche That's doesn't have time to make pulpery. Maybe Sophia does. How do you make potpourri? I don't know. But, oh, I think you like dry flowers and other smelly shit and you put it in a bag and then people boil it and put water in it and you accidentally eat it. You eat it? No, but I know people, well, some people have accidentally eaten it because they think it's like potato chips. That happened on a TV show or in a movie. But I remember too, my mom used to boil it. And I remember one day somebody, one of my friends thought she was like boiling something fragrant to like drink or eat. She like dipped her finger in it. I was like, what are you doing? That's potpourri. She's like, I don't know. She's probably all high or something. Wow, you had a weird childhood. So the flowers from to Dorothy are from Sonny Bono. Sonny Bono. And an actor named Lyle, not Wagner, but Wagoner. Yeah. Who was, was on the Carol actor. Burnett show. He was a former model, very tall. Yeah. Um, Sonny Bono, of course, at this time had been doing like some TV spots. He was the mayor of Palm Springs mm, yeah, most, from 1988 to like 92 or something. Yeah, when he became a congressman. Um, Dorothy saw them in a production of 
Equus? Okay, I don't know. <laughs> let me let me explain Equus to anyone who doesn't know what Equus is. Equus is anybody a, who's wanted to see Daniel Rad. Okay, sorry. Go I ahead. saw it live. I was in the third row. <gasps> you did. And let me tell you, Daniel Daniel Radcliffe has very large, low hanging testicles. I think is, Daniel Radcliffe is incredibly charming it and is good for him. All I saw, I met him once. Uh, oh. He is a very charming man. Um, I want to see Daniel Radcliffe and Elijah Wood play brothers in a movie. That's all. Go ahead. I, I, uh, yeah, he, it's, well, Equus is about a young, troubled British boy who, um, uh, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of meanings to it, but he basically stabs out a bunch of horses' eyes naked. Uh, spoiler alert. Oh, and I haven't he, seen it. I thought that it was that it's known, he like gets naked to sort of like be one with the horses. It, like there's nature. a bit of that too. There's a bit of that too. He's, it's very, it's about a young troubled boy who, and the psychiatrist who's tasked to help him. And there's a lot of nudity, a lot of nudity. And to think, I don't know who played who, but that's to, what I was going to ask. But who think, do you think? I mean, I think, I think, you know, Lyle naked. probably got naked and Sonny was the therapist. Like, let's be real. Like, no one's going to cast Sonny Bono in the nude part. It's also very interesting that they, she saw them in production of Equus, but then there was At no... At a dinner theater. <laughs> that much nudity and food. Like, you don't... What do you eat, think they you can't served? Even, you can't even take dogs into the grocery store, but, like, <laughs> yet you can have a dinner theater with naked people. Like, that's crazy. Are dinner theaters typically smaller theaters, too? I've never been to a dinner theater, although I've snuck food into theater that was my dinner, but I have never had a dinner theater experience specifically. It's just so interesting to me that they talk about Equus, but then didn't make any joke about somebody getting naked. So I wonder if it's just that it's funny. not enough people knew the name of the, that knew what the play was about. I so don't they know. just like it was threw a big, in. It was a big film too. It was it was a um, it was a, what's his name Elizabeth Taylor's. Oh God, I forget. But one of her husbands, big, Eddie Fisher. No, a big no. dude. He was in Cleopatra with her. He was it's, he's huge. Anyway, it was one of his last films and um so it was kind of a big deal the film was a big okay it's just so i was like oh i I feel like anytime you're gonna talk about horses or dicks or horse dicks that's just so ripe Mm. for a blanche and or rose comment like you know rose has seen horse wangs you know blanche is gonna talk about size anyway so blanche's flowers are from a secret admirer who she goes to meet at a restaurant the women come with Lyle Wagoner shows up at the restaurant and doesn't get an audience applaud break. Because he's not as big as Sonny Bono. Sonny Bono got an audience applaud break. Did did the Golden Girls audience waste all of their applaud breaks for celebrities on Mr. Burt Reynolds? No, 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 no. The thing with Lyle Wagner is... Wagoner. It's not Wagner. It's Wagoner. Like a Wagoneer. (laughs) He's such a sad... Is he still alive? We know Sonny Bono's not. Rest in peace, Sonny Bono. Oh, yeah. He hit a tree. Um, but Lyle Wagoner <laughs> replaced, uh, I, think, I think it was Harvey Corman who was like iconically on, on the Carol Burnett show. And so Lyle was a bit of a, 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 a late introduction to the show, if, I, if I'm correct. And he, uh, I don't think he was as loved as the other cast members from the original cast. I um, see. Sonny Bono, on the other hand, was huge. Yeah. Huge in a way that like, you know, he was just huge. I mean, it was the Sunny the the Sunny and Cher show was like a big 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 deal. Yeah, um, but it had been a long time since it had been on. Eh, 15 years. I mean, 15 years, that's a kid getting its permit. I don't know. 30 Rock was on 15 years ago and guess what? We're still talking about it. So like, you know. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're it's, right. It's Um 
I find it interesting that Dorothy, like, Lyle shows up and he wants Dorothy and he doesn't want her to pick Sunny and she's having such a hard time deciding between the two of them. Why doesn't she just have a threesome? Yeah, that's a great idea, actually. I mean, I, and I, I don't, I don't, I don't like Lyle as a character in this episode much. They actually make Are you fun of their. To Lyle? He's okay, not really. Would you sleep with Sunny or Kyle? Or Probably Lyle? Sunny. Really? Yeah. I would sleep with Sunny too because of the personality. But I have a feeling that Lyle's probably a better fuck. But afterwards, you're going to have a lot more fun with Sonny. He's, Lyle's really tall. Like, he's taller than like B. Tall. Arthur. I like okay. tall a lot. Okay. Yeah. I like, I like when someone hugs me who's tall and it's like, like, like our past guest, Jack, Jack Perry of David Jack, and Jack. Perry is like six foot. He's huge. Ten. He's massive. He, when he hugged me, his arms are so long. When oh, he hugged God. me, he accidentally tickled under my armpit and there I feel is, bad because I like scurried away laughing because I. There is nothing like a hug from a big, tall man. I mean, you hug and you just get buried in it and it's just like. I don't know. Like me and Stan can like nestle our heads on each other's shoulders when we hug. I love it. I mean, that's cute and stuff but i mean oh big man putting his arms around you making you feel real tiny and safe well lyle (laughs) the thing about lyle is that he like wants everybody to know he's a celebrity he's like no autographs please here i'm now i'm gonna sing the carol burnett theme song and tug my ear which was carol's thing by the way i'm like i'm pretty sure you're not allowed to do that yeah probably that was a message to her grandmother yes yeah yeah irl so then Blanche, it was. I know. Yeah. They were saying IRL in 1990, right? No. Um, <laughs> so then um, Blanche sees the, her secret admirer who left her all the flowers, and it's her dead husband, it's George. Her dead, it's her dead husband, George. Can you even imagine? Can you imagine if your dead husband shows up at the restaurant? And then the question is, is he going to pick up the bill? It, it, yeah, that's a great question. Of course he's going to pick it up. I'm sure he's like, oh, shit, I didn't know she was going to bring, like, three of her friends. What I want to know is, like, where had George been all these years? And, like, later on we see he's at the house and, like, Sonny Bono comes over to the house. And he's like, wow, Sonny Bono is huge. It's like he was somewhere without a TV to know that Sonny Bono wasn't a huge celebrity at that point. Right. Like, yeah, that's interesting. Where, where was, was he? he? Like, was he living on some commune? Like, was he... Do you, th- do you think he was with Miles in witness protection? I don't actually, I don't know if what he was going through would warrant him to be in witness protection, but maybe. No, he's not with no. Miles. No. Um, so yeah, George, played by actor George Grizzard, as you mentioned earlier, who played Jamie, his yes. brother, in that old feeling. Yes. I actually, how do you feel about the fact that they cast the same guy? I don't like it. That's why I think this whole episode was just like a mistake in a lot of ways. I didn't, I wasn't a huge fan of them casting the same actor. I don't, I, I don't like it. I mean, I get, you can, that man looks like every other old dude who has a bit of a weight problem. He like, looked, to me, with the mustache this time around he looked like Mr. Feeney from Boy mm, Meets World I see that I could they could have cast Mr. Feeney yeah they could have mm-hmm. yeah um and Blanche is like understandably freaked out I would be too also I would be freaked and I'd be pissed because you know what he did what it in does a he restaurant say? he did it in a restaurant why would he do that at a restaurant well, that I get because like it 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 I mean obviously he doesn't know his ex-wife at this point because you know if you do it in a public place less chance of a freak out 
which I get, I get. That's why you break up with someone in a public place and shit. That way they don't cry and shit. Yeah, but that's for the person doing it. It's like, it's to be selfish. But that's what The person on the other end is like, oh, now I'm in public. No, I get it. I get why he did that. Behaving in a way I'd rather behave in private. I get why he did that. But I will say his reasoning for, I mean, he basically told her, oh, I just didn't want to be married to you anymore. (gasps) What the fuck, dude? No. Like, stay fucking dead. Well, he does say, I didn't want to be married to you anymore. But then. George can go suck it. He can go suck it. But then he also says, that's what's interesting, is that he first he tells her he didn't want to be married to her anymore. But then he also says that he found out his partner was like embezzling from the company and his business was collapsing and, you know, him and his damn Southern pride. So it's as if he was saying, I just realized your life would be better without me because I was going through all this and I didn't want to drag you into it. It's all around selfish. But then for him to also say, I didn't know how to tell you, I didn't want to be married to you anymore. A, two separate things. Yeah. It would, ugh, and, God, and be unnecessary at this point. Very unnecessary. She has moved on. What is it? Nine years. She has moved on with her fucking life. Yeah. She is happy. She is living. She is sitting on lots of D like, let her live her fucking life. You don't have to come in here and say, you don't want to be married to her anymore. Bye bitch. Yeah. Why would he say that? I didn't know how to tell you. I didn't want to be team married Blanche. to I'm you team anymore. Blanche all the way. I'm Fuck team George. Blanche. Of Fuck course. George. We're all, we are all TB here. There is a really funny moment in this scene where if you support George, make your case. Yeah. Make your case. Make your case. Um, there is a uh, there's a great moment at the beginning of the scene where the women are trying to give Dorothy wants to give Blanche and George privacy. Uh, Sophia wants to eavesdrop, and so does Rose. And so um, uh, Dorothy, you know, of course, goads Sophia with um, Shady Pines, Ma, and then she says the West Wing. <laughs> and it's funny because obviously she means like the West Wing of Shady Pines, which is yeah. probably the worst wing. But yeah. to me, I was like, oh, Shady Pines, where she can watch the West Wing. That sounds uh, fucking awesome. I love the West Wing. That is one of my favorite shows of all time. It is so good. It's one of the best written shows out there. It really is. Yeah. It's just so, oh, can't recommend it enough. Yeah. Guys, text me. We'll watch it together. And then... Rose is left sitting there, and Dorothy goes, Shady Pines, Rose. <laughs> and Rose is like, this shouldn't work on me. But she, yeah, she gets up. Um, and then and then, and then Blanche uh, and George start talking, and, mm-hmm. and George says, uh, I faked my death. And you just hear Sophia yell from outside, <laughs> he stained his desk? <laughs> it's a newsstand, not a newsstand. Um <laughs> Uh, that's funny. I love it. I love that Sophia always wants to eavesdrop. I love it. I do too. Always Actually, wants to eavesdrop. I don't really care that much. So, in uh, after dropping all of these just shit bombs shit on Blanche, bombs. George tells her he wants her to be his wife again. Go fuck yourself, George. Wait, you can't do that because you got a tiny little prick. Go home. Which is why Blanche is like. As far as I'm concerned, George Devereaux is better off dead. It's true. It's true. He is. It's true. So then out on the lanai where the women go. And by the way, they say out on the lanai like nine times in this scene. We better get Well, before before out on the lanai, uh, Sonny Bono, the door is left open. And I think that because Sophia is trying to eavesdrop. And it's a dream. doesn't matter. (laughs) Sonny Bono walks into their house and goes, hi-ho, everybody. It's me, Sonny. <laughs> and he gets an applause break. Sonny, of course, because he's he Sonny Bono. An applause break. I just thought, like, 
come on. You're, Everybody you're- loved Sonny and Cher. When they broke up, it was like, I mean, it was because you had Nixon who had resigned and then Sonny and Cher broke up. I get it. But like any actor who plays themselves on the show, mm-hmm. you know, Burt Reynolds, Julio Iglesias, Julio Iglesias, they always get a big applause break yeah. because you're getting, it's like they're doing you a favor almost yeah. like they're helping you scratch my back. I scratch yours. The fact that they didn't have an applause break. It's like if, if the audience doesn't clap when he comes out, add it in, add it in and put it on TV. You can do that. Sonny Bono got it. Sonny Bono got that the applause. That just is a testament to how awesome Sonny Bono was, even though he was a Republican congressman. And then you're right, because <laughs> George says, that's Sonny Bono. He's a famous television star. It's like, and where Manchester's the fuck like, have you been, George? Man, you have been gone a long time. Yeah, no. Yeah, where was he? I don't know, but all I know, George was somewhere where douchebags go. Because he's a douchebag. Miami? Oh, they're in Miami. He visited Miami. <laughs> No, Miami's a nice city. I was nice only thinking city. Miami because I don't like the guy who The Bachelorette picked, and he was from Miami, I've and never he had seen cheek that implants. Show. That's but fine. But he had cheek implants? Yeah. Do people... Can You can do that? Yes. I'll show you a picture. Kindall messaged I'm sure me he's on great. Scruff once. Who did? The human Kindall messaged me on a oh. hookup app. I saw a lot of that Kindall. Did he have a lot of face surgeries? Yeah. yeah. That's what he's known Kendall? for. Mm. The actual seems like, like a great guy, though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying that so I don't get sure. Sued. <laughs> I wish to have an episode with Sonny Bono, knowing who who's in love with Dorothy, knowing that Dorothy had played Cher, and another episode that she so dressed good. up as Cher. So good. Why did we not use that opportunity? This episode is an opportunity to get. Dorothy back in the share outfit. No, that, you don't want to repeat that joke. No, I it, would. Oh my god, people no. would have screamed if of she ran out like have, that. Of course they would, and it would have been basic and dumb. No, it was good what she did. The 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 subtle moment in the kitchen later that was funny. That was good on the phone. Yes, that was perfect Babe. for that. Oops, no, but she was like, oh no, Sonny, I, no, Sonny, I'm busy. I gotta go. I gotta get here for my my friend Blanche. Oh, okay, I got you, babe. <laughs> Do it deeper. I can't. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. Yeah. I got you, babe. Now just say babe. Babe. See, you do a great, Dorothy. Babe. Also, <laughs> there was a moment where, um, I forget who says it. Somebody, oh, maybe it's Blanche. You go, Sonny Bono, get off my lana. Yeah, it must have been Blanche. That was Blanche. I honestly thought he was high at one point. He was like turned around and he was squinting and laughing. And I was like, did Sonny Bono get high to shoot this? Would not be a surprise. Except Lyle had a good joke in this scene. If I remember, I think it was this scene when they're talking about like being like Lyle being a failed actor or something. Yes. So let's jump ahead to later when both men come over. Because at this point, Dorothy has now told Lyle and Sonny. Yes. I don't know which one of you I'm going to choose. I'm torn. I'm Natalie Imbruglia. Should play it later. Um, <laughs> I was like trying to gesture. Away. Sorry, you you, I, I don't know how to gesture play that song later. Um, yes, both men come over. They're fighting for Dorothy's affections. Yeah. Uh, Sophia, of course, prefers Sonny because he's a paisan. Uh-huh. Um, what does that mean? Like Italian? Is that what that means? Hey, paisan. Paisan. Right? Isn't that what that means? I don't. I have no clue. Yeah, uh, among people of Italian or Spanish descent. Um, so, uh, yes, there's a great moment where they're, uh, Sonny and Lyle are like ribbing each other Mm -hmm. and Sonny's like, how many records do you have? Or how many gold records do you have? And Lyle goes, none. I was never married. (gasps) 
Burn. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So you good. You guys get what he means by so it. So good. But then a cop comes and tells Lyle he's under arrest because he's the prime suspect in a major crime spree in Palm Springs, California, where Sonny Bono is mayor. Uh-oh. It was also in this scene that I realized Sonny had an earring. Like a sparkly one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it looked it like did. a ruby. Yeah, he was a weird one. And Dorothy ends up picking him because she likes the bad boy. Mm, who doesn't like a bad boy? Gloria Estefan loves bad, 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 bad boys. They make her feel so good. <laughs> Miami Sound Machine, full circle, brought it full circle. <laughs> also, it looks like there's a moment because like Dorothy goes up to Sonny and she's like, oh, that was the worst, blah, 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 blah. I loved it. And I was like, oh, they're going to kiss. This is the moment where they would kiss, but they don't. They just sort of hold hands and stand very closely to, to each other, and then they leave together. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder why they didn't kiss. I mean, it's, it's Blanche's dream, and nobody but Blanche kisses. Yeah. Um, also, this was like just a part of the... I, can we talk about the fact that Rose let... A doctor magician deliver her baby. <laughs> An obstetrician magician. <laughs> I mean, sure. I mean, what a fun it's business a podcast. card. We can totally talk obstetrician about Obstetrician magician. Um, it's a girl. Now it's a dove. Now it's a glass of milk. That would fucking terrify me. What if he tried to cut the, the baby in half like a magician with the box and the saw? And then he's like, oops, you now have two babies. Well, it's like that story. I, we've referenced it on an earlier episode, right? Like in the Bible where someone's like two parents can't decide over the child. And the guy's like, if you both pick it, I'm going to cut the kid in half and you're each going to get a when piece. When did we ever reference that? I feel like I talked about it. I have no recollection of us ever having a Bible conversation about someone cutting a person up. I'm pretty sure we talked about it, but... That is dark. I... And then she says, I don't know how we got her into that deck of cards. Is this your baby? You're putting a brand new baby into wow. a dirty deck of cards. Wow. Anyway, I... It was a great story. It was but, a great story, but it's also like... But come on, Rose. My mom used to take um Think us. about how many... I mean, a magician has all those hidden compartments, and that's just like, it does not scream sterile to me. My mom had a friend, and Rose has mentioned this before, too, but my mom, when we were kids, had a friend that was a vet, and um, she would sew us up a lot. <laughs> like, stitch you up? Or yeah. with, like, a sewing machine? Okay, yeah. yeah. We didn't need it, but she was. Oh. No, I'm joking. She, we totally needed it. Okay. You get a lot of injuries? <laughs> I didn't, um, but my brother did. My brother had a lot of surgeries, and it was a lot cheaper to take it, take him to her. Right. Because she usually did it on much smaller beings, <laughs> animals. Yeah. there's. I That's oh, very common. God, that's I feel like so I see funny. that in a lot of TV shows and movies. Yeah, because um, that's reality. There's a scene, again, of course this is all a dream, but yeah. um, there's a scene between Rose and Blanche that I really liked where Blanche is getting ready to go out with Mel Bushman and she tells Rose that she's basically not gonna, she has no interest in talking to George. Yeah. And Rose is like, um, you realize how lucky you are, right? Like, I would give anything for Charlie to be back. And, yeah. you know, if you, if you want to tell him you love him, if you want to tell him you hate him... 
just do anything, like do it for all of us who wish we had the chance to say anything to our dead I husbands love, one more time. I love that scene. I love, yeah. I love that she went in that direction because it's true. They, 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 they don't have, you know, Blanche has an opportunity here. I think this happened in another episode as well where Blanche was faced to sort of with a reality of you have this chance, go do it. Like we don't have that opportunity or mm-hmm. we've buried husbands. It's a real, it's a real sobering thing to say. And I, I love when Rose, I think Rose is often the person who does it, but I love when Rose has that ability to sort of step back. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She was really insightful yeah. in this episode. She's deep. She's the Maya Angelou of the mm. Golden Girls. So then, um, it's very interesting. So then we're in Blanche's bedroom and George walks in and I thought it was so interesting that Blanche was like, oh, uh, you know, I, I asked you to, you know, come back here because the girls are so loud with Sonny Bono in the kitchen. And I was like, what my head, I was doing? like, that's just so, that's so strange. But then I realized at the end of the scene when it like transitions into Blanche lying in her bed with George, I think they wanted that scene to take place in her bedroom so mm-hmm. that when she wakes up, it's like we go from her bedroom to her bedroom and yeah. it doesn't seem as jarring maybe to go from the living room to her bedroom. Yeah. yeah. Where, you know what I mean? So she wakes up in the same place, the last place she's having the dream. Yeah. Because I thought it was very strange that I also thought he could have just walked in and that's where she could have wanted to talk to him. I, don't I mean, think she needed to make that a used thing to be his it. bedroom. He knows where it is. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's interesting that yeah. they, they like made a thing out of it. But. Yeah. Blanche tells this story and it's so interesting because over the course of the series, we get like little snippets about like the moment Blanche learned that George was dead. Mm. And, you know, we've got the story about like the person crunching potato chips when she got the call. The manicure. What was she was getting a pedicure when uh, he was taken off life support. There's an episode about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. And in this one, she says she actually he comes in and she tells him she has to apologize to him because she says the day that he died, she was running and she tripped over his shoes. She was running to get the phone and she tripped over his shoes. And she said, oh, George, I hate you to herself because she was pissed at him. And it was the police calling. Mm. So it's just I don't know. It's interesting to be sort of filling in all these pieces of, also, of though, what that like, experience was like for Blanche. I don't think if I ever like I don't ever say I hate someone that's in my life, like like close in my life. Mm-hmm. Like I would never do that ever. Even if I was angry at them, I would never be like, oh, I hate you. Like even it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, a more like, you know, a more, a more like, natural oh. reaction might be like, you know, oh. God damn it, George. Why do you keep doing this, George? Fucking shoes. Fucking George. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She also tells him about, you know, since the funeral, I've been with other men. Other men. Men and men. Men and men and men. Men How many men? this point, too. (laughs) At this point, Blanche has said many, many men so many times that I am now officially, if anybody ever writes a, a sort of... A fictitious book of of the um you know the all the love affairs of one Blanche Elizabeth Marie Hollingsworth Devereaux that it will be called many many men. <laughs> I love it. I do love it. Except if I think I feel like it would be called bed, just bed. Her initials because yeah. I, I mean that's the line I think a lot of people recognize. Or it could be many many men written by bed. <laughs> many many men. By Ed, bed, Ed. I'm losing it now. I don't know who I am. Uh, I, you're having a little uh, balls of sunshine moment, aren't you? I am. I 
<laughs> That's the problem when we do two episodes in one day. It's like at the end of it, I'm like, what? Where are we? Is it still day out? I don't know what my name is. Yeah, you're doing it. We're plowing through. We're almost done. Um, so <laughs> no. at the end of this scene. No, I want to keep going forever. Great. We'll go. I love our moments. Blanche and George hug. I know. That is sweet. It's I a mean, really sweet hug. I still think George is an asshole. Uh, but it is sweet. It's really sweet. Like it's, it's, she loved him and Mm -hmm. I don't know. I understand. I mean, obviously we understand why she's so angry. But Um, also it's weird that like Blanche is making this up in her head. So is there some truth to sort of George's asshole ways that Blanche doesn't really talk about? I mean, I think that Blanche is angry. There is anger I think within Blanche that he's dead. She's angry. Yeah. She feels like it's unjustified. Why did my husband die? And I'm still here. Yeah. So I think that in this particular dream, the way that her thoughts were processing that is that she's angry at George yes. for pretending he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Cause I, I feel that. like she's probably angry. Like she, and she doesn't have anyone really to blame. Yeah. So in her dead. dream, it's, it just, it comes that, that anger, the form of that anger is toward I wonder George. if she calls Jamie. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Like after those dreams? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because he would be a natural person to talk to. Maybe. Might be a little weird. Why? I don't know. They almost fell in love. I know. But like, hi, it's me, Blanche. I'm just calling to remind you about your dead brother. Hey, Jamie, I'm calling about George. I had that dream again. He was a real asshole, wasn't he? So then Blanche... After they hug, mm-hmm. she wakes up in her bed. It's the middle this of the is night. So I mean, the whole like she looks other side of the bed there. thing. Yeah. I mean, that kills me mm-hmm. every time because it's just so it's sobering. It's one of those things when you realize like something that was very natural and and fit in like a little bit of a glove is not there anymore. And but you know what's sad. nice about it? She wakes up and she's alone. But a second later, Dorothy walks into the room to check on her. And then Rose comes in and then Sophia comes in. You were talking a lot in your sleep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really sweet. And then there's a lesbian joke there, too. Yeah, where Dorothy gets into bed with Blanche and then uh, Sophia Sophia comes in. One tennis lesson. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I guess Dorothy, if she took a tennis lesson, it was probably to get back at Trudy. Yeah. Trudy. 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 The next time she comes and fakes her death. Who had a southern Um, accent but was from Brooklyn. And then... Blanche's speech that she gives where she talks about like this time the dream was different because she got to hug him and she never could before. I just wrote in my notes, give this woman another Emmy, please. It was no, none of them won an Emmy after this. I know, but I'm, I just said it because I don't want it to be. I just want it to be. be. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I think Candace Bergen was winning all the Emmys at that point for Murphy Brown. Yeah. Cause she deserved it. And then, and then the girls leave. Blanche is like, I'm okay. Like, you know, yeah. they all go back to bed and yeah. she says, she's just, she's just in bed with George, but not, but not, but is, but is, because and she, she says, good night, George, good night, George. And then and it's she like rolls that s- kind of sad, sweet music to end the episode. It's a good, I mean, that was a good ending of the episode. I don't know. I still don't know how I feel about this episode. I'm a little torn on it, to be honest. I, the, oh, oh, one thing we forgot, which is very funny is, um, before Dorothy leaves, She's like, um, who, who did I, who did I, uh, or she's like, oh, yeah. did, you know, who did I pick or whatever? And she was like, you picked Sonny and Dorothy's super happy. Yes. I do think it's strange that every time Dor- every time Blanche has a dream about George, uh-huh. that it also involves very specifically Dorothy being torn between Lyle Wagoneer oh, and Sonny Bono. She ain't every torn time. no more. I think that's really funny. 
How do you remember the words? I love this song. I used to watch this before school on VH1. Yeah, it's a great music oh, video. She just recently canceled the concert in Israel. Oh. I know, it's a well. whole political drama. I don't um, know why I know that. I'm not following Natalie and Bruglia. I thought this was a great episode. I, I don't think it was a bad episode. It's just not up there for me. It's one of those that I'm just like, I don't like the structure. I don't like the direction of it. I think George's an asshole. I don't know, but I love Sonny Bono. I liked it. I thought the whole episode was... I also love a giddy Dorothy. That's yeah. always nice to see. I loved that. Um, I just, I, to me, the whole dream felt like what it's like for someone to try to process loss. Yeah. And the Dorothy story was kind of thrown in to like not make us all feel super sad the whole time. Yeah. So yeah. I liked it. I think my golden takeaway is a fairly obvious one. But if you're listening and you're dead... Stay dead. Oh, oh, that's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I. Oh my God. I love it. Oh, never mind. Sorry. So, so Alaska just texted me because I asked who who um, is playing uh, who he's playing in the San Francisco show, and he accidentally auto. This he loves it too. Auto corrected. He said. Definitely Clayton, LOL Claxton, LOL autocorrect truly is a fan of the girls. Wow. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love Clayton. it. I love it. Well, he's not playing Clayton. He's playing Claxton, guys, in both. That's so funny. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. really, really funny. The best. Um, My golden takeaway for this episode is... I was going to say watch The West Wing, which I think, duh, you should anyway. That's a given. Yeah. But I think it's like, you know, whatever. I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to say something about like mourning. And, oh. Not like mourning time, but like M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Mm, like mourning. I don't know. I don't know. L interpret those dreams however you want to interpret them, I yeah. guess. How, however, I if you that. ever have dreams like that. You know, whether you think someone's actually coming to visit you in your dreams or you think it's your own way of processing grief and something that's happened, like, just let them be whatever you want those dreams to be, I guess. Yeah, I think mourning's a strange thing. I, it's one of those, I had a thing the other day where, uh, so we're working on the film and um, I'm, I'm, I'm taking, I'm outside, which is shocking for me, I'm on a walk and the director of the movie texts me about an idea that she has, um, that involved a friend of mine that passed away and sort of as part of that, whatever. And it, I, it came out of left field. It was one of those things that like, I was not expecting that text. I was not expecting that conversation to be had, that idea, none of it. And, um, and I made a fool. I just, I lost it, completely lost it. And so there's a, there's, and it's sort of those things. I mean, he's, he's been dead for five years, my friend. And he, we both finished chemo at the exact same time. And he, uh, well, I, he died the day I finished chemo oh, and man. we were the same age and Oof. just an amazing, amazing man. Good man. Um, and we had a similar story, left hometown, moved to New York mm -hmm. city, be gay, both love Sandra Bullock. It's a long story. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then we were both going through chemo at the same time and then he died. And, uh, that kind of fucked with my brain for a few years there, the sort of the karmic parallels of those two things happening at the same moment. And then when she texts me, 
it 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 sort of just it even now my heart gets races a little bit because it's 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 uh it's jarring mourning mm-hmm. the mourning process and mourning someone who died is a jarring uncomfortable un there's no rule book to it there's mm-hmm. no there's no rules for it and so it just comes as it comes yep. and and uh and like getting a text from you know a person who mentions it or the anniversary of someone's death comes mm-hmm. up and then you start crying randomly like there are times around that time that I just get really upset and I don't know why. And then I'm like, Oh, that's what's mm-hmm. happening. My bo- my internal clock is yeah. reminding me of yeah. this morning process. So I think Blanche probably has some of that as well. Mm-hmm. Even though I didn't like this episode so much. I agree the morning right. more and how you should mourn. Right. Right. Yeah. That's a good golden takeaway. Yeah. Um, I had two this time. <laughs> <laughs> you did have two. I guess I had two also. That's yeah. fine. Uh, if you guys are following along with the podcast, the next episode we'll be watching speaking of death is Girls just want to have fun, dot, 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 before they die, which is my favorite R.L. Stein book. I don't know about you. <laughs> <laughs> Subtle goosebump preference. I loved goosebumps. I did too. Yeah. They're great. Guys, this has been Out on the Lanai. You can go to outonthelanai.com to learn more about the podcast. If you want to show some love and support for the podcast, you can go to outonthelanai.com slash donate. Donate. Where you can give us a one-time donation or set up a monthly donation through Patreon. All money mm. goes toward paying for costs of the podcast. If you can't donate but you still want to support to the podcast, you can leave go to... Leave us a little review. Yeah, go on to iTunes. Leave us a nice rating. Leave us a nice review. Share Tell the us podcast what you with think. a friend. Share it with friends and family on social yeah. media by word of mouth and yeah. you guys can follow the podcast on social media we're on facebook.com slash golden girls podcast mm-hmm. and on twitter we are at golden girls pod and i'm hl and scott on everything and i'm squid eat squid on twitter and squidzy on instagram and join us for when we're going to see alaska and all these great these shows that that he's doing yes it'll be awesome yeah. in san francisco and la in, de- in december and January. Yep. It's going to be super fun. And yeah. as always, guys, remember to stay golden. golden. Oh, that's, that's sweet. That's really. Mm.